Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Get a gun. Hello and welcome to episode 151 for Slamfire Radio for tonight, April 15th, 2016. I'm the classy one, Kelly Lynn. I'm not classy at all. You're, not even, you're last in the list. Why? What, what do you doing? mean last? Oh yeah, I was looking at the wrong list. My bad. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I believe Adriel, you were next. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm Adriel Michaud. <laughs> I'm the cranky one. Is it my turn now? Yes. Oh, confused one. It is your turn. I'm Kelly. <laughs> no. Dang it. That's the wrong list again. Matthew. I'm Matthew. So that mean you and Kelly can use the same bathroom now? Because that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If you're gender confused or whatever, you can go pee wherever you want. I'm not confused at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, you, no. You know how I know? It didn't take you four times to start the show this week. Th- that's right. That was somebody else. That was me. <laughs> Guilty. It's like she's taken over or something. My God. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So on that note, what did we do with guns? Matthew, what you uh, I didn't do anything with guns except watch um, funny, and by funny, I mean horrifying video of a guy who shot himself in the hand. Wasn't oh, awesome. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a laser on my pistol, but it's not working. Let's point it at my hand. It's still not working. Let's press the trigger. <laughs> trigger turns it on, right? The trigger turns it on, and he pulls the trigger at his hand. What an idiot. And not just, he was being supervised. He can't even say, well, in my defense, I was left unsupervised. Nope, your babysitter was right there. And he didn't say anything either, so they're both at fault here, in my opinion. I mean, if I'm supervising somebody who's got a gun, they're not pointing it at themselves. I will slap it away from them or do whatever it takes, but nobody points a gun at themselves. Oh, man. He was wiggling around pretty good, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you that hurts getting shot right in the hand. It was a great impression of somebody that was in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, change your batteries frequently and uh, don't test it on your hand and definitely don't test it with when it's loaded. That's, that's my advice for people with lasers on their guns. That's a good, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. So that's all I did was I just watched funny videos on people shooting themselves in the hand. Uh, Trevor, what did you get up to this week? Um, just a little bit of archery. I bought a I bought a bow, um, and I set up two bows. That says so boys. Yeah, I was going. Oh, I changed that. that Why didn't that take? <laughs> I set up two boys. No, I, I even changed that once today. With bows. Yeah, I said that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I had this thing, last bow I shot in 2011, I really, really, really liked it. And so I've been kind of keeping my eye out to find that bow again. So I've got like a 2015 bow, and I've got the 2016 state-of-the-art, ultra-cool, awesome, best bow in the world, PSE target bow. And all I wanted to shoot all year was the bow that I had back in 2011. So I finally found one, and I brought it in, and I set it up, and I started shooting it, and it was just awful. (laughs) And... And, uh, yeah, so 
that's pretty much. So your the, memory was better than the actual equipment. Oh uh, no, the bow I bought is. Uh, oh, it's not a good. It's not 2011 anymore. Right. So, you know, no, it's it's it needs some work. It needs some work. So I'm not done with it yet. It's like I mean, I could sh- kill a deer or a bear at like 30 yards with it, no sweat. But it's not exactly competition ready anymore. So right. 2011s aren't really good for competition, anyways. You're right. 2011s aren't. That was a bad year for bows. Yeah, great, great year for 1911 clones, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, other than that, really, it's been a really, really slow. Was I, I don't even know if I was on last week, but it's been slow gun wise. Um, I uh, finally, oh man, I finally attended a uh, CCFR Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights uh, conference call. It's been oh I don't know, geez, probably three months since I was able to attend a meeting or wanted to attend a meeting, but there's been some changes, so I uh, attended a meeting again, and uh, I'm trying to coordinate with the field officer coordinator for this region, Paul Lambert, to, I'm not pronouncing his last name correctly, so I hope he forgives me, to, um, we need, basically, um, New Brunswick field officers. There are three major gun shows in New Brunswick every year, and I want us to start having a presence at those shows. We see the amazing work that CCFR directors, officers, and field officers are doing at the shows across Canada, Alberta, and Ontario, especially the CCFR Facebook page is constantly um, being updated with photos from shows of the CCFR booth, and um, we need that same presence here in New Brunswick. So, um, McClatchy will probably try and recruit you as a CCFR rep for your region, and probably Luke Drew was an NFA guy in the Moncton region. Try and get a couple of guys in and around the province so that when there is a gun show, they can take care of putting a booth there. I'm going to get kind of a miniature show, um, a gun show um, presentation package here at my house that I can either drive somewhere and drop off, take to a show myself if the show is local enough for me or if I can get a way to go or drop it in the mail, put it on the bus, whatever, you know, banners and, and, uh, and things like that. Because we have in New Brunswick the Irish Town Show every year, which is a, a show that's been around many, many, many years, going back several decades. Uh, there's a Fredericton Gun Show every fall, which is a big one. And there's a Sussex Outdoor Show every year, which is also a big one. So that's kind of what I've been up to with uh, CCFR, trying to get some, find out who we have for field officers, get them organized, get some new ones, and start getting us into the New Brunswick Gun Show scene. So... So if there's anybody that's in New Brunswick that wants to become a field officer, what do they have to do? Um, They can contact either Jamie Elliott, who is the field officer coordinator for the CCFR nationally, contact myself, the officer for um, the board of directors for CCFR for the province of New Brunswick, or contact Paul Lambert. Now, Paul's not on Facebook, so you'd have to kind of have his CCFR email or look him up on the CCFR website, perhaps. So quick and easiest way is if you're a listener of the show, then you know you can reach me on Facebook and we'll get you hooked up. Okay. Yeah. Adriel, yep. what do you do? Uh, let's see. Well, I met with the three gun, like some of the guys from my three gun club to uh, talk about stage design for this Saturday. And uh, we we're, we we're watching uh, oh, YouTube in the background and we watched, what was it called? insane three gun matches or something like that they're like dry they put their shotgun on a barrel and drag it around they will go across like a rope bridge and all this fun stuff that we'll never ever be able to do but it was really awesome to watch anyways uh, so we designed out some stages um that's where actually i, I don't know what you use trevor but i came across uh google sketchup 
where you can do like these 3D, like it's got all the, your standard IPSC targets loaded up and you can uh, kind of like design a stage on in software uh, so that your measurements and all that kind of stuff are accurate. So we didn't use that for this time, but I'm kind of interested in, in trying that one for the next time because... SketchUp is gaining in popularity. I've not used it personally. I, I didn't have access to those or didn't know about those uh, stage designing softwares when I started into this game. And what I started using is um, the... Some of the listeners will know what a smart board is, and there's mm-hmm. a software specific to the soft to a smart board. Uh-huh. And I've been using the um, notebook software that runs a smart board since day one. I have some Microsoft Word files that have all of yep. the um, IPSC props, their little you know two dimensional mm-hmm. drawings of the props, and I copy and paste them from the Word file into the smart notebook and uh, I make my two-dimensional drawing that way of my stage plans. Then I send them to the club secretary who makes a nicer, prettier version of them in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And that's all I do. There's a really cool one out there um, that is th- it's, it's way above my pay grade. I can't figure it out. I haven't put hours into learning it either, mind you, but it's all three-dimensional and it actually allows you, if you have the dimensions of your bay, it will allow you to build a to-scale 3D drawing of your stage. Wow. SketchUp will do that. SketchUp will do that. They, they start, uh, you can load it up with 3D models from, uh, from the internet, just yeah. like you were mentioning for those Word files, because I saw those. But SketchUp also has like some general IPSC uh, uh, stages, mm-hmm. and it'll have some where the bay is in there, and you can move the berms, if you would, around to match your bay. So I'm, I'm kind of... I think I might take out my laser rangefinder to the next match. Uh, is it attached to your handgun, and are you going to point it at your hand and pull the trigger? I'm just curious. Because if you are, we are we're we're advising against. I'd, that. I'd say don't do that. Yeah. Thank you. Or put it on YouTube if you do. <laughs> that's how, that's how I'll get all the hits, eh? There you go. <laughs> just, just shoot, shoot yourself. <laughs> well, we did, Adriel. Is we actually we have topographical maps of our range and every mm-hmm. bay. And then we went out and took measurements with a measuring tape and then overlaid those measurements onto the topographical map. Uh, topographical? But the, uh, the rangefinder will work just great, too. Well, we, I've got Google Maps. That's pretty accurate. And then I'm going to use a rangefinder yeah. just to give me, like, exact. So the, the side-to-side on our 100 is, is kind of the crucial one that I want to know for, for distance. But uh, anyways, yeah, so, so I was messing around with that kind of software, and I'd like to try that for the next time because it'll do uh, a 3D, it'll do a 2D, so you can, you can print it out uh, from a couple different angles because part of, part of the problem in setting these things up, we, we can only really set up in the morning. We can't set up the day before and, and, and take up the, the range overnight. But uh, part of the problem is that we've got actually a lot of volunteers. We don't have enough people who know what the stage is supposed to look like. Mm. So we've been doing, you can do a really accurate hand drawing and you're good to go, but it takes time. And whereas yeah. with this Google SketchUp, I can copy and paste these targets and move them around. So I kind of want to try that next time because I don't know, I'm nerdy. So I like that kind of stuff anyways. The other neat thing with the three-dimensional stage design software is, you know, it, 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 it is to scale. If you've got a box or an area A here and a popper is 15 meters away, it actually lays out the stage for the bay floor in a grid and each square on the grid represents a meter. That's it. Yep. Eh. Yeah. So 15 little blocks from the shooting box to the 
to the uh, popper is supposed to be 15 meters. And then you know, okay, I've measured out my bay and my bay is 30 meters long. You know exactly like where the stage is in space to the berms within that bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm messing around with that. Um, and then one of the guys stayed behind and we made some 223. So um, we cranked out a bunch of that. Trim, trimmed really nicely. Now, when it, so he had uh, a federal uh, am, like brass. And the crimp on there is, is so extreme. Uh, I've got a Lyman uh, case prep station that, we, that we're, we were using. I have tried using the RCBS primer pocket swedger. That's a waste of time. For those um, tough, tough ones, the best thing I've used is the Dillon Super Swager. Is that a press-based or is that like a cutter? It's uh, uh, its its own device that you mount to the bench. It's got a shank that the case drops on, falls down, crank the hand to this little slot that holds it in place, and then you've got this big handle. You rotate the handle, and it puts a cutter into the primer pocket, and there's nothing left. How much Dillon, is that? Dillon Super Swager. It's up there. It's over 100 bucks. Oh man! Yeah. But for if you're going to do high volume Google or YouTube it, you'll see guys have figured out ways to hook the the um, shank that holds the case and the handle with the cutter on it to an elastic band, so they move in conjunction with each other. And they're bragging about how many cases they can get done per minute and stuff. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, it's industrial grade, if you will. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I got the, it used to be before that trimming the case took the longest because you'd have to chuck it up and chuck it down. But uh, now that I've got that world's finest trimmer, I, I that part is, is super Gone. fast. Yeah, we're spoiled. Yeah. And uh, if you've got a couple of people helping to prep brass, you've got one person uh, sizing, you've got one person trimming, and you've got one person prepping the uh, bases and, uh, and taking out the uh, primer pocket and... Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's definitely the slowest. It's it's probably like three times slower than the other stages there. So at least it's a one and done, though, right? You know, it's not something you do over and over. Oh, unless your AR throws your brass, your your precious prepared brass, yeah. and throws them into the next county, and <laughs> you can't go pick yeah. them up. And uh, a, yeah. I've I've gone through. I loaded about seventeen hundred rounds of two two three, and I marked all the casings because they're all ready to go back through the X die next time around. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. The bad news is I messed up the powder um, charge. I had been running 24 grains of H335, and I thought I would up it a little bit. Matthew and I last year were talking a lot about velocity in 223, and yeah, we have accurate loads, but at the end of the day, they don't have a lot of downrange oomph, and so I wanted my AR ammo to actually be real-world good-functioning ammo. Uh, if ever I want to shoot something with it. So I thought, well, 24 grains, maybe I can get a bit more velocity. So I upped it to 26, and I totally brain farted on this. I thought I was working with a different powder, maybe. I don't know. So then one day I decided, wait a second. I loaded all these, like, 1,700 rounds of 223 at 26 grains of H325. I should probably check that. And it exceeds almost all published data that I could find, except for one recipe in a spear manual says 26 is fine. Um, so I'm a little concerned about that. So I'm just going to, I'm going to pull. Yeah, you, you go ahead, pull the trigger and I'll run the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's going to go. Yeah. Um, so. Am I, uh, let's see, what, what size bullet? 55 grain. Ah, uh, you're not that far off. I'm just looking through my, well, I got a Lee manual here and it looks like H335 is 26 is max. So you've got it 
in the Lee manual, 26 is max? Yeah, 53 grains is close enough, though. <laughs> close, close enough for 53 work. grain bullet compared to a 55. Oh, it's yeah, two that's... grains among friends. Oh. Yeah. What's the saying oh. about hand grenades? Mm. Close yeah, close hand. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. Uh, I ordered the uh, call it puller. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> I I'm probably gonna pull them because twenty. You know, when you look at the velocity at uh, twenty four grains, it's lots. It, it'll do the job on a coyote, no problem. Small deer. Not that I would shoot a deer with a full full metal jacket, but um, twenty four grains to eight three three five is sufficient to get the job done. Should have left well enough alone. Another goof. Fifteen hundred. Rosler says twenty-five max. Yeah. See, Nosler says twenty-five, and Spear goes a whole grain. Whole grain is a lot. Maybe, maybe not. Anyways, that's what I was up in guns. So I don't know. Kelly, what were you up to? I didn't do actually a lot. I went to the range on Sunday, and my ten twenty-two is all sighted in a gun, and. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, you should. Gorgeous. It's really accurate. I should have went with this uh, stock before. Oh my god, it's so, it's beautiful. I'd like to have a 1022 in that stock and a Remington 700 in that stock. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. And ergonomic and comfortable. Really comfortable. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I've switched from a stock that had a pistol grip uh, and uh, yeah, I should have done it long ago. So, uh, did you say what what the stock is? Because listeners may go, "What is she talking about?" Oh no, I didn't. It's I think the you Hunter... talked about the last show. Yeah, yeah. I did. It's yeah. the Hunter X twenty two by Magpul. Yeah. yeah. So I know you had some concerns. I won't even say issues, but you had some concerns with the previous setup of your twenty two mm. for Appleseed. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that this is going to alleviate all those? Yeah, it will because I can. It's going to be easy peasy to clean. I wouldn't have to take the optics off and all that. Recited everything, everything back in. So, and as I was saying, it's really solid. The platform that I have for when I have my sling on and I'm down either in the prone position or in the seated position, really, uh, you're supporting it. Just basically leveling your rifle on your front hand, and you're not even gripping the rifle, and it's totally not moving. Really solid, so I love it. My scores are going to go up. Anyways, just saying. Going to be it's going to be more comfortable, like when you're going kneeling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Cool. So yeah, still can't find a sling mount. Uh, need the Magpul sling mount for the back of it, uh, but I'm still checking out some other places too. I went on Modern Rifleman Radio and I checked out their their link uh, to Brownells and. Else didn't have it, anyways. Well, so. aren't you a good person? <laughs> Did you check uh, P and D in Edmonton? No, I didn't. So I'm gonna. They got a rack of that stuff. Yeah. So does Calgary Shooting Center. Just saying, mm-hmm. if you don't want to be a communist, you might want to check with them. Megpole's starting to send out some of the stuff. I think from Shot Show, they're starting to send out their stuff. So people are receiving it. So yeah. you were looking for M lock to sling swivel or M lock to QD. M lock to. S- Sling swivel, and I need a I need a number one. Anyways, well, you look that Sling, up. <laughs> I need number one right now too. <laughs> and the other thing that I've been doing, I'm trying to set up more and more uh, range dates with friends that haven't uh, shot before. So I've set one of those up for and um, the next couple of weeks, and that too. So that's what I've done this week. That's it. Yeah. Well, you're lead host, so carry on. 
<laughs> I was just, I was, I'm going, I don't hear anybody. Anyways. It's your turn still. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some upcoming events. Uh, Trevor, do you want to talk about the first annual Ronnie DeGroote? I do. Um, this will be a steel challenge fundraiser in memory of Ronnie DeGroote, long, long time member of the Rescue Gun Club who died tragically last year in a motorcycle accident. Both he and his wife died uh, suddenly. Um, the event will take place on the weekend of the anniversary of his um, funeral. It will be a classic steel challenge match where we will have the um, steel challenge is a shooting sport really big in the U.S. that uses uh, four or five standard stages, courses of fire. So we will incorporate as many of those as we have the props for. And then we're going to throw in some fun steel challenge stages as well. Uh, man versus man, plate rack battles. We also have a dueling tree and we have a Texas star. So it's going to be all steel all the time. Rock out with your Glock out. The proceeds will go to the Rescue Snowmobile Club where Ronnie was also a... Um, a valuable member and volunteer. So June 4th at the Rescue Gun Club, $20 registration. And uh, yeah, come out, have a lot of fun, meet some new people, shoot some steel, and raise some money. And are you required to shoot a Glock? You are not. However, you will be treated like the redheaded <laughs> stepchild at Thanksgiving dinner if you're not bringing a Glock. Perfect. Awesome. So I may make a Glock-only squad. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Okay. Something, yeah. So, so the re- story, the reason why it's called Rock Out with Your Glock Out is uh, Ronnie was a Glock 35 shooter. Sadly, with his left hand, but that's going eh, to What are you going to do? Fix him. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Apparently, not even Ronnie was perfect. <laughs> so, all right. So, going on to the sixth annual charity shoot in support of Soldier On, it's going to be taking place on June 25th in Brockville, Ontario, actually, at the Brockville District Fish and Game Club. And if you're interested, you can contact uh, New Shooter Canada and check out the event page as well. Some things have been recently posted on there, like the Course of Fire and that. And uh, yeah, go on there, register, fill it up. I'm still not registered. I noticed that. <laughs> I <laughs> am. Yeah. Matthew is, but he has a good admin. I really do. I will (laughs) register tomorrow. Awesome. If you remind me. But at the same time, Kelly, remind me to join um, that Gun Owners of Canada contest that we're going to talk about in the future. Sure. And to register at the same time. I'll get them both done. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, Adriel. The Got Your Six. six. Yep. Uh, That's a Wounded Warrior charity shoot. That's being held at the Edson Fish and Game One Mile Range in Alberta from July 16th to 17th. Go to gotyoursexshoot.com for more information, but keep in mind that I believe it is sold out at this time, so you'll be put on a waiting list. Okay. And uh, also, Matthew, I fixed the Rocky Mountain 300 for you, so if you Thank want you. to, you're welcome. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yes. So the Rocky Mountain 300 is coming up in June. It's 300-plus rounds in five stages. Uh, you can go to rockymountain300.weebly.com for more info there. The match dates are June 3rd and 5th. Uh, the uh, Everybody's supposed to meet at 7.30 in the morning, and the location is at the Weld County Fish and Wildlife uh, Range in Eaton, Colorado. So American or Canadians who like to travel to Colorado, uh, this could be a cool match to uh, to go check out. 
And there's uh, something that came in from Ryan. The ORA, in conjunction with the NCRRA, is putting on a precision rifle match at the Connaught Range in Ottawa on May 7th and 8th. The match will be shot from uh, 200 to 800 metres using the uh, Dominion of Canada Rifle Association Precision Rifle Course of Fire. For more information, go to the ORA website, and it's the ORA, or sorry, it's www.ontarioriflassociation.ca association.ca and you can follow the links that are there so let's jump into the news i yeah why don't you actually read this um um matthew sure this is from jeff young and uh he wrote in an email that uh covers some news and he writes predictably senate bill s223 ironic was introduced today in the Senate, and if it passed, there exists not one single reason that it will not. Hunting and recreational shooting as we know it will end before this year is out. To those who ignored the warnings and voted Liberal or ABC, regardless, thank you. Take a bow. You've helped to destroy our community. Well, if nothing else, Jeff is passionate about this. Um, people are asking if this goes through, what will it mean for our firearms? And he sends a bunch of links, and I went Just through. Just all the bad things. Yeah, basically, it's going to be terrible. Um, so to sum it up, what uh, Senator, uh, let's see if I get her name right, Hervo Payette, I think is how you pronounce it, something like that anyway. Um, what she's she's uh, proposing is that uh, there's there's not going to be restricted and non-restricted firearms anymore. There's going to be hunting firearms and circumscribed firearms. Now, what that means is restricted and non-restricted, but different fancy words. Um, what she wants to do is take any firearm with a barrel length of less than 18 inches. doesn't matter. If it's got a barrel length of less than 18 inches, it's now, and I'm just going to use the word restricted, she's going to restrict all of those, or she wants to, this bill will re- restrict all of those. Also, any semi-automatic firearm is going to be, sorry, sem- semi-automatic centerfire firearm is going to be, also be restricted. Uh, for some reason, uh, semi-auto rimfires squeaked through. Again, for whatever reason, I'm thankful, but whatever. Um, th- those are okay still. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, if your barrel length is less than 18 inches or it's semi-automatic, no matter the barrel length, now it's restricted. You can no longer hunt with it. The can only I, fire- can I read the title of this thing? Cause yeah, it's sure. a beautiful Orwellian title for a bill where they say what, what they aren't. Uh, Strengthening Canadians' Security and Promoting Hunting and Recreational Shooting Act. That's yeah. what it's called. That's what this calling, but it's 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 not strengthening any security because it's a bunch of bullcrap. I mean, our gun laws are too tight as it is now. Um, not only that, she is not going to allow anybody to store semi-automatic firearms at their house. No, they have to go to the range and store them there. They either have to be stored there or at yeah. some other off, you know, non-residential location. And let's take this a step further. You're not going to be allowed to transport your own firearms. There's going to be transporters. And I'm pretty sure Jason Statham isn't up to the job. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I, I'm making a joke during like the most horrible part of, uh, of the show. But um, <laughs> you got you to find humor wherever you can, right? So, yeah, you're not even going to be allowed to drive your own guns to the range. You're going to have to call up so-and-so and say, hey, I want to go to the range. He's going to go get them, drive them there in some sort of armored car probably, and then you can shoot them while you're there, and then they go back with him back to the, the, the lockup. You don't even get to bring them home. 
Um, the only guns you're going to be allowed to store at home are hunting firearms, which is, of course, non-semi-automatic and all barrel lengths more than 18 inches. So it, it's pretty draconian. Uh, there's more, uh, but it, uh, a lot of it is, oh, here, here, here's the other great part about it. We're no longer going to have to register them. No registration certificates. They're going to be inscription certificates. It's the exact same thing, but it says, like, she explained it herself, saying there's a negative connotation with the word registration, so we're not going to use the word registration. We're going to use inscription instead, and that's going to make everybody feel better. Sorry. Now, she already tried to put it through once, and it failed. That's because there was, yeah, we had a majority conservative government at the time. Now we have a a majority liberal government. I don't see any reason why this... What's that? It'll fail this time again. It, it better. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. you know, in, in, inscription is such a nice word, right? You know what? To that I say, a custodian is still a janitor, and he's the one you call when the toilet's plugged. That's right. Give me a break. A rose by any, a rose by any other name. Is still a still a tulip? Is that with, what that? With it's smelly, still a sm- sm- smelly flower <laughs> toilet paper? What? All right. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Trevor, what about the Canadian fourteen clays that Jason? I don't know. I'm pouring a beer, and I don't okay. have my hand near my mouth. So. All right. I can read it. Thanks. So Jason felt this came from him. He said, "Holy moly, Vancouver Gun Club really put on a show this weekend and with lots of fun, lots of new um, presentations, and lots of surprises. We all pulled." into the parking lot. Uh, the first thing we saw right away was a field full of scissor lifts and cranes. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe a field full, but maybe not a field full, but with a 120-foot lift and two or three more scissor trucks fully extended, it still was quite a sight. Even though the shoot was sold out, everything moved along incredibly smoothly. Hats off to Mark Houston. Uh, for hosting and putting on such a great event for Vancouver's first register shoot ever. And for the record, even the weather pulled out all the stops to deliver a perfect event. So it wasn't raining. That's great. A well-deserved special mention also to um, Giro Kohler, uh, who set a fantastic uh, course. Congratulations to Wayne Norton, who took high overall. When all the scores were entered, 18 shooters moved down in class and four shooters moved up. Moving up in class, Fraser Campbell, Luther Cutts, uh, Tony Pollard, and uh, Dion Sai. The new stats, ranking, uh, rankings, and shoot results have been posted on the website. Please check the site for to make sure you know what class you're currently shooting in before showing up for your next shoot. Next registered events are, there's a bunch of them. Um, just go over a couple of them. Uh, Silver Willow, April t- two hundred. Sorry, April two hundred on April sixteenth. Is that right? April two hundred. That's what the email said. Hmm, it's weird. And then he also had uh, Shot Shell, April twenty third to twenty fourth. Ashcroft Cash Creek, April twenty third to twenty fourth as well. So shooting is limited to fifty shooters. Please use the online pre registration link to confirm your attendance. And then he has another link there as well. And I'm hoping that Adriel will include that into the show notes. Right? No, no, you should read it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no. And uh, kind regards, Bill Campbell. 
And, uh, yeah, at this point, we have an interview with Nate from Gun Owners of Canada. Tonight, we have Nate Richards, owner of Gun Owners of Canada, on to talk about what's new with GOC, as well as what's coming up uh, with contests uh, as well. So, thanks for coming on tonight, Nate. Oh, happy to be here. So, you've been on before, but can you give us a little uh, bit of background again for those who haven't uh, heard heard of you before? What a, what a background do you have uh, and what got you to uh, decide to be involved in the gun community? Well, I'm uh, the owner, one of the owners of Gun Owners of Canada. It's an online Canadian firearms forum that uh, basically is, is designed so that you can come and talk about your firearms, show them off, sell them. Try and find new ones and uh, win some stuff at the same time. Um, I come from a background uh, of a redneck Alberta family that grew up with guns. I had my first gun when I was three years old, and I've been stuck on guns since. Fair to say, Nate, that GOC is the non-communist form? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely non-communist. It is. it's it's very friendly. Um, our moderators are extremely friendly, very helpful. Um, you know, I even try and say hello to every single one of our members that uh, say hi in our, our uh, new members section. We try and build a community of, uh, of good people um, that can have fun together, kind of like when you go to the gun range mm-hmm. and chat with the guys at the range there in the clubhouse. Okay. So what's different between your forum and other forums for gun enthusiasts? Well, the one thing, um, no communists. I'll start off. With, well, <laughs> no communists, but I'll start off with the big thing. We actually give back to the community. Uh, wow. Gun Owners of Canada has been around since 2012. We're actually four years young, uh, just this month. And, uh, we've given back probably about 20 guns, somewhere around there. Um, not including thousands and thousands of, uh, dollars worth of scopes, uh, cleaning supplies, uh, outdoor supplies, you name it, we've probably given it away at one point or the other. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit uh, later as well. You're going to be talking about some of the contests that are upcoming, right? Yeah, I've got some great ones this year. So, Well, I have, I have great ones every year, but I have some really exciting ones this year too. So, Okay, so what's the process if you want to actually join uh, Gunners or Canada? Uh, it's very easy. All you have to do is go to www.gunownersofcanada.ca. There's a registration um, right at the the top uh, right side of the page. But as soon as you 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 come onto the page as a uh, a guest, if you've never been there before, we kind of hit you right in the face with this is what we got to give away. These are some of the the uh, deals you can get by becoming part of a forum. And then registration buttons kind of all over the place. The, the nice thing about it is, is our form uh, doesn't cost anything to join, but you still get the discounts and you still get the giveaways. Okay, so that's one of the, that's one of the benefits of joining. You get a variety of discounts at different places, and that that I saw. Oh any yeah, other, absolutely. Any other benefits that you can tell us about? We have a great community that uh, is very educated. Uh, and friendly to either experienced shooters or new shooters. Okay. So we always, we always uh, be able to try and, well, we'll always be friendly about answering a question. We won't make you feel like you're the new guy on the block. We'll make you feel like you're part of the community. 
Mm-hmm. And I know that when I joined back in December, you actually sent me an email. So it was really nice to receive that. So do you have a, how many members do you have? Okay. So this is, this is where it's going to get tricky because our membership isn't just the registered users on the form. Okay. Um, our form is an open view form, which means that there's only two sections that non-members can't see. And that's the uh, marketplace, which is where you buy and sell guns, mm-hmm. and our off-topic section, which is, you know, stuff areas where guys don't really talk about firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, the registered users on our site, which is people that have actually signed up and are able to post, is 13,137 to date. Now, the other thing is, too, is we have a viewer group, right, that just comes to this forum and sees the activity and reads the information that uh, that happens. Some of the other forms out there, including one of the big boys on the block, you can't do that. You have to be a member to be part of it. So last year, um, we were on Google Analytics, and last year we had 334,000 users come and visit the site, and about 140,000 of them are returning uh, users on a regular basis. Okay. So do you know so about, what's, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say about 10% of our regular people that come to the site are, are signed up. Okay. Do you have a breakdown of male versus female? Do you see that there's more females coming online now? Um, I can break it down into the demographics and um, basic. Uh, give me one second to pull that up. Um, no, I... Google Analytics can track it. It doesn't track it um, on our okay. site, but we also have our Facebook page, which uh, which has you know about uh, two hundred thousand reach on a, a weekly basis, and about forty okay. percent of our our viewers are female. Okay, so that's that's wow, increased. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's it's actually really nice to see for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned about Facebook. Um, Facebook had some recent changes in regards to firearm sales and posting on there. Has it impacted you at all? Because I know that you're on Facebook as well. No, we on Facebook, we, we do tell people about our contest giveaways, etc. But uh, we don't sell firearms on there. And we even in our group, we don't uh, allow um, the sale of firearms because we have a more secure um, place to sell them on our forum. So we, we haven't had an issue with uh, Facebook, even though we've called out Facebook quite a few times on their, uh, well, this lack of a better word, BS, um, and, and telling people if you want a safe place to come and join and, and talk, you can do it on our site without the problems that they have. So we haven't had that issue. I know that quite a few groups disappeared. Um, quite a few people I know had uh, pages that had issues, but uh, we don't we don't seem to have those issues um, on our page just because we're more of an information medium okay. than we are uh, a sales. Okay, so GOC, where do you see it in the next five years? Um, you know, we're we're just looking to expand our our member space um, as we go. A combination of giving away stuff, of course, we have new members show up, which increases our user base, which over time increases the amount of dealers that we have come on the forum, um, which gives us more opportunities to give away more stuff. So we just want to uh, grow our our base of users over the next year and and see the rest of it come to us naturally. Okay. So what's new for GOC right now? What do you see 
coming up besides growing membership and that as well? Upcoming contests maybe? Well, so we have one contest going on right away. We're actually giving uh, away a 1911. Um, we ha- we picked it up. Hang up. Uh, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. <laughs> sorry, Nate. Oh, come yeah. on now. I thought you knew, buddy. I'm sorry. This, sorry. Oh, no, I know. That's why I wanted to point it out. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Okay, what's next? SKSs? No. All right, I promised no, I wouldn't rant. No, we've, get, we've given away an SKS before in a crate of ammo, so. Couldn't give me an SKS. All right, carry on. So we have a Shooter's Arms 1911 Thunderbolt um, in a 45 ACP that uh, came to us from Wolverine Supplies. So we're giving that one away. Um, the contest started in April, and we're going to be giving that away till July 30th. Um, we have two more firearms that are secure for this year. We have a UTS shotgun from Wolverine that we picked up as well. And we also have a Sephiron Armory um one of their sample firearms for the RCMP that we got our hands on too that we'll be giving away this year. So we've got three firearms this way, uh, this year to give away. We may have more coming in. Um, we have some high-end optics and uh, a safe full of other stuff. I have to have two safes now, one for my guns and one for the giveaway stuff. That's not a bad problem for us, is it? <laughs> yeah, for you guys, I never get any of it. Yeah. So Wolverine Supply is one of one of the uh, retailers that is on your page. What I, one of the benefits that I see is I can go to your page and there's all kinds of different retailers that are at the top and you can comparison shop in that as well. And they've also been the ones that have been supplying you with the uh, prizes for your for your uh, draws and that. So I personally wanted to thank them because of the fact that they're they're uh, allowing us to win some prizes from them and that. So it's awesome. Yeah, I mean what we do at Gun Arts of Canada, um, unlike some of the corporate companies out there that only think about money, we think about our, our our members of the forum. So what we do is we look for ways to benefit both the the vendors that are, are advertising as well as our members. So we give them deals, discounts um, to be on the forum, uh, provide us with uh, with prizes. We take those prizes and give them back to the community. Uh, the one thing you have to do is you have to go to their, their website generally and find something on their website uh, about uh, either that item or another item, and from there you can enter a contest. It's not a lot of work to enter, but it's, uh, it's a big uh, give back to the community, which is what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys have any questions for Nate? No, you're doing a great job. Keep going. Well, uh, maybe, Nate, if you could get into the specifics of the site a bit more, um, how it's laid out. Is it um, one form for everybody? Do you have sub-forms? I heard you say earlier about you can sell things on there, so you have an equipment exchange, so to speak. How how is it broken down, divided, if you would? So the first section that we have at the top, of course, is our giveaways and promotions. And uh, if you're a member, um, you can log in and you'll be able to access all the giveaways as well as all the discounts and promotions. So some of the discounts we have, uh, 5% off from EMP Rifle, 5% off from Shooter Select Shooting Sport, 5% off from Outdoor Pursuits Canada, uh, waived application fee for Tactical Capital Corporation, uh, 5% off at high caliber, uh, services, 10% off legacy food at Ammo Supply Canada, 
ten percent off, or sorry, five percent off at Rogue River Arms, five uh, percent off at North Trail Sports, and five percent off at Fast Sports. So that's the first section you'll get into is the discounts and deals that we have going on. Next, we have uh, you know a new members area, and that's uh, you know our site rules, policies, a greeting area, and kind of a newbie area where they can ask questions or have questions answered for them. Then we have the uh, another section which is our firearms, media, politics, and law. So we have all the news that's coming in for firearms in Canada, the legalities, um, our actions headquarters where you can go and and see the firearms organizations or look for uh, petitions uh, online. And then we have our Canadian firearms media outlet where you guys have a section. Um, going through, you know, we've got general sports, uh, firearms and optics, ammunition maintenance, uh, gears, uh, our tools, gears and preparation. And all of these have subforms that are broken down into specific, specific areas. So you can go into the firearms and optics section and you can find Precision rifles, handguns, you know, Soviet rifles like the SKS, uh, rimfire, mill surplus, etc. And then we have our, our dealer section. Um, we also have, which is, uh, nice as well is we have a lot of Canadian manufacturers and distributors on our site. So if you're looking for questions, uh, answered from directly from a manufacturer, you have a, a place to, to actually chat with them and ask them, okay, What's this? What's this? What can I do with this? How can I do this? Um, when can I buy this? Where can I buy this? And they'll be able to help you out. Um, and if you haven't logged in yet, you won't see the next section, which is the marketplace. You have to be a member. As soon as you're a member, you get instant access and you're able to access kind of all the sections of what you would be for a lot of the other places out there. Um, you know, pistols, rifles, shotguns, parts, optics, uh, et cetera. Um, and then we go through some of the other sections that is, you know, kind of off topic, like, uh, you, you know, your community events, uh, news headlines that aren't firearms. Um, we have a non-firearm political section and, you know, cooking recipes, hobbies, and then our off topics. Now you have to ask for, uh, uh, permission to get into off topics, um, which is easy enough to do. You can check on your user, uh, user profile and gain access. The the other really cool thing is too, um, that not a lot of people know about, we have a interaction headquarters section near the top. We actually have a section where we've had um, pro firearm politicians join us and chat with us about it. Now we haven't had, you know, Stephen Harper come to the site or Justin Trudeau, but we do have some of the candidates and some of the people entering the races um, like Corey from the Libertarian Party of Canada. For example, we used to, we had, uh, Melissa Matheson, which was a conservative nomination, uh, back in 2014. So we do get, uh, we do get noticed. And, uh, it's nice because we've actually been, uh, you, uh, commented in the House of Commons as a great place for firearms owners to, uh, to actually get information. Wow. That's a feather in yeah. your cap. Was no just, one says that about us. No, no, no. <laughs> Slamfire Radio has not been I mentioned. I do. <laughs> well, I mention you guys all the time. So by proxy, right? Oh, well, I, I, we'll take it. <laughs> now, you had mentioned you, you can create a profile on there. And you can, I, I, when I went in and I looked at mine and I looked at other people's, we can actually communicate with each other and that as well. We can do it. Um, 
uh, are the profiles they're kept pretty private? Are they or are they? Our our server is an encrypted server mm-hmm. um, that is completely backed up. Um, there's no a- outside access uh, from anyone um, on this except myself and our uh, our web specialist. So everything that's on our website that's posted is public, but anything that you send private messages back and forth, completely private and nobody will ever see it. And any information that's on the server stays on the server, doesn't get sold, doesn't get, uh, you know, given out to any of our dealers or anything like that. It's completely there on the server and that's it. Okay. So what I was wondering is also when you're entering the contest, you have to give your name, your phone number and your address as well. So uh, it's not accessible from outside sources. No, absolutely not. The, the emails go directly uh, from where you enter onto the server uh, during the contest end period. We close the contest. We open up that section. Um, we pick a winner of random selections uh, by a random number selector um, done by a third party because the moderators are able to enter. So I don't want to draw it and have any you know conflict of interest. So a third party draws the numbers um, and then I go through. They don't see the names or anything like that. I go through based on the contest entry number. And then after we contact the winner, um, we delete all the other entries. So there's no uh, no trace of you ever entering a contest except for the fact that you entered it and were legitimately drawn. Okay. Oh, one other question that I had. You were talking about to being able to post on there. How easy is it is to actually open a thread? And is there anything that you definitely don't allow on the forum? Um, it's pretty easy to open a thread. I mean, all you have to do is go to any section and at the, the about middle screen on the left-hand side, it says post a new thread. Now, if you go into a current thread that's already ongoing, um, you just have to go basically one of two ways. You can go and hit reply or reply with quote if you wanted to reply with a quote on a, uh, a certain post or you go all the way to the bottom after you read all the comments and you have a quick reply section as well. So it's pretty easy to do that. Okay. Is there anything you don't allow on the form? Um, chronography, of course. SKS is uh, 1911s? <laughs> no, there we allow those. I mean, we do have a, uh, a member's policy uh, and terms and conditions. So there are, we like to consider ourselves is a community form. So, we try to make sure that the conflict is minimized, um, try to keep rude, abusive, abusive language, swearing down to a minimum. Because you have to remember, um, we're adults. We should act like adults, not, which we don't always do. With all but, respect, uh, sorry, but Nate, with all respect, <laughs> you do have Christopher Anderson running around on there. I know. Well, you but, mentioned adults. <laughs> so I felt I had to correct you. I'm sorry. Carry on. <laughs> But it is it is viewable to the public. I mean, during C42 readings, Gun Owners Canada was mentioned. So people do watch the form. People do read the form. They want to see the interaction of gun owners uh, and how they take uh, the laws that are affecting them and how they take the news. And if we act like children on there, they'll consider us children. If we act like respectable adults and have adult conversations, they're going to take us more seriously. So, you know, we try to request our members to act like that. And 
generally when a member that's new steps out of line or even a member that's older and been around since 2012 steps out of line with comments, the rest of the forum politely suggests they get back in line. I mean, we're not saying that you can't have your own opinions. And we, in fact, we, we suggest that you have your own opinions. We like to hear your own opinions. I know some other places out there don't, don't want you to, to voice your opinions. And that even goes for us. I mean, if you see something on our forum that you don't like that the moderators or men's are doing, we take it seriously and we, we listen to it, but we just want everybody to act respectful, uh, read the rules and try and live by them. Basically. I think uh, when you're on the forum. I think it's great, Nate, that um, you have, you know, respectable moderators that step in and remind people to keep certain things in check and that we are being monitored and watched. Um, and the proof is there. I mean, we saw what happened. Well, you just said that Gun Owners of Canada was mentioned in the House Commons. So there's proof that it's being the gun websites are being monitored to see the attitude of the gun owners, good or bad. And if it's bad, they can't wait to sling mud, uh, mud at us and go, they keep calling themselves mature and responsible law-abiding gun owners. Well, look at them. Look at this post that so-and-so uh, posted about anti-RCMP or anti-government and all this stuff. And the time that everything with the NFA was blowing up publicly on Facebook, that made the, that made the mainstream media. So... Every once in a while, people do need to be reminded of that. If you if you look like an idiot, we look like idiots. So keep it in check. Yeah, and and the one thing is is we mentioned our moderators. Our moderators are our shooters. They're active in the community as much as they can be. And the one thing is they they genuinely want to be there and interact with the members. So when something happens on our forum that's generally out of line or you know, is not congruent or con congruent to, I can't speak today. <laughs> you fit right in, buddy. Yeah. Conducive. Conducive is the word you're Conducive. looking for. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no problem. Well, it's the rum. It's the rum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pirate. Anyways, when, it, when something comes up on our form, uh, a post is uh, reported or, you know, we take a look and see something. It's not an instant, I'm going to hit that guy with an infraction. Our moderators work as a team to see, one, what happened in the situation to get to that, and two, how can we make it better, and three, after that, what's the best course of action? Yes, we've had infractions. Yes, we've had uh, bans, but we try and work with our members instead to try and steer them on the right path so that they know that they can be uh, interacting with other members without saying, hey, screw you, I don't like you. Some of that's unavoidable, though. You, you, I mean, the, the reality is trolls are out there, and their only yeah, purpose on the Internet is to cause mayhem. Absolutely. And, I mean, we give everybody the benefit of doubt. We're not going to instantly ban somebody just because they came on the forum. Mm -hmm. um, and if, even if they, if they act up and start off by being an issue on the forum, we try and interact with them to try and make it better. If it keeps going, well, there's the infraction system that goes through, and in the end of the day, if uh, it comes down to it where they need to, to leave the site, they need to leave the site. But in the four years that we've been around, we've had a total of probably, I think, five outright bans through infractions. Wow. wow. There's That's people banned on the other one every day. Yeah. I mean, we... Uh, For nothing, too. Yeah. I mean, you, you, a lot of times they'll go through <laughs> their post history and it's like... <laughs> It's 
you know, opinionated, but it's it's not uh, offensive. Abusive? Yeah, or abusive. It's, right. it's just opinionated, right? I, mean, I want this to be pro-GOC and not anti-CGN, but uh, Matthew and I, Matthew said more than one negative experience on CGN. I've had two, uh, which is more than one, but I think Matthew's had more than two. Um, Maybe it was three. We're not sure, though. Maybe. But <laughs> Matthew, and I, Matthew and I both received a warning because in our signature, we had the URL to Slamfire Radio's website. Really? Okay. And Slamfire Radio, um, we don't sell anything here. As a matter of fact, once a year, we help contribute to a fundraiser for charity. And so why wouldn't the gun community want to promote a group that raises money for charity. They took off our signatures and said, no, uh, no linking to third-party sites that don't pay. So, and that's the one thing about Gun Owners of Canada that a lot of people don't understand is, you know, but we don't... I mean, Sorry? Is it, but you're a business as well. Gun Owners of Canada is trying to make money, and we, you shouldn't apologize for that. No, no, no. I'm not, and not, and not at all. Um, well, we came out first day and told people what we were doing. We were a company and we would be charging. But there are people on our forum that don't pay. And that is, one, our Canadian Firearms Media Outlet. So we have Caliber Magazine, Lifeline Warrior Medic, Civil Advantage, Hunting Gear Guy, Range Rats, uh, Great Northern Firearms, uh, Right Edition, Rifle Chair, and of course, Slamfire Radio. We're not going to try and charge you guys for bringing more value to the community. Um, mm -hmm. So we gave you guys a section so that you could post and all our members uh, gain information without having to ask for money. I mean, like, like I said before, we're a company, but we also give back to the community and make sure the community is a community. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Huge difference in philosophy. Right. You're and, trying and going back to, to the other forum, CGN, yeah, I've got quite a few infractions on there. <laughs> <laughs> so you I don't have any. I don't post anything on there. I just use the equipment exchange, and that's it. I just uh, I my posting in other places. Yeah, I, I I haven't had one since 2011, but I've had my my share of them over time. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that they didn't boot me after the message I sent the moderators when they changed my uh, my signature. We were openly critical of them on the show one week. Well, probably me. Um, and then no, the, not you. No, it's true. Uh, I can be opinionated, Nate. It's, I know it's hard to believe, but I have my moments. And uh, there are people who don't like me. I know. Another shocker, right? But whatever. A wise man once said, I have enough friends. Um, anyway, we were openly critical one week, and it was like a couple of days later, Matthew and I lose our signatures. So I was like, what? Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. So when hey, I at asked, least they listen. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not because I think I had my ego bruised when I said something like, um, "So what? What's the problem? We didn't we didn't uh, adequately kiss your butts enough on last week's show. So this week we lose our signature, and the guy's like, you do a show,' <laughs> <laughs> which totally would have been my reply, right? But anyway, he beat me to it. So uh, you know, they're just and, and, and the moderators. They're like the guys who work for Kim Young Eel or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> it's not really their fault. You have to, you know, as critical as a lot of people are of CGN, you have to remember it's a company. Um, and like GOC is a company, and like Outdoor 
Uh, Alberta Outdoorsman's is a company on their forum as well. Each one has the different policies and everybody has their own tastes. Um, we don't say, you know, you shouldn't go to CGN or you shouldn't go to Outdoorsman forum or you shouldn't go to any other firearms forum. Find the right forum that's for you and then, you know, develop it by, you know, becoming a member, adding content. And if you want to be a moderator, you know, you can be a moderator. You just have to, you know, be active in the community and be an upstanding citizen. But you're in ups- some cases, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say in some cases, I mean, we do have CJ, which is Haywire, and I love him to death, but sometimes, you know, the penguin with a, uh, a uh, ban hammer scares me even a little bit. He tried <laughs> to ban me. I don't know why. He, 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 you know, he says, uh, once a week I try and ban you, but I can't do it because you're a, uh, uh, an administrator. I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're you know what you raise a, you raise an excellent point. CGN is a company, and I don't even pay for any of their services. I access their website for free, and I use their equipment exchange for free. And if I don't like their rules and their policies, I don't need to go there. So I shouldn't be too critical because at the end of the day, yeah, it is a business, and he got into the business to make money. So yeah, you gotta gotta keep that in mind. Well, it's the same as Facebook, right? I mean, every, almost everybody's on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be honest, or have been at one time. And, and, and almost in. and almost everybody on there complains about it. No one's forcing uh, exactly. you to be there. Well, I mean, they're they're anti-firearm, they're anti-religion in some cases, et cetera, et cetera. But you're still on there. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a reason why you're still on there. You may not like being on there all the time. Um, but you're on there for a reason. And yes, they're a company and yes, they have their own rules. So, I mean, when you're on there, you got to follow the rules, unfortunately, or you're not on there and you're finding another medium. Now, some people have just said, I don't like it and, and, and have left and, you know, to each their own. But that, that's the thing. I mean, with every company, you can't walk into a, uh, a, uh, McDonald's and demand a hot dog. No, they'll tell you where to go. Well, th- th- yeah, they'll tell you to go to Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and then don't go to Dairy Queen and ask for chicken nuggets or McNuggets. Oh, well, so. exactly. Uh, they do have chicken product, though. Yes. Yeah. Just before we close out here, I just wanted to uh, just mention to our listeners. So, I mean, uh, definitely, like, one of the cool things that GOC does, and, and you mentioned it just at the start there, Nate, was uh, the uh, the giveaways. And I actually, uh, I actually won one of these in 2013, so like three years ago. Uh, I won one of the uh, Zombie Supply Canada ones where I got, like, some cool zombie targets and books and (laughs) stickers and that kind of thing. Have you been submitting Trevor? You got to submit your name in there, man. You got to play to win. I think I do. Uh, You'd know if you do. You got to have those contests come up. Yeah. Anyways, I just want to tell our listeners like submit for those because like there's free stuff there and uh, there's only so many people that are there that can possibly submit. Canada is not a big country. So uh, Uh it's better, better odds in the lottery, right? So your chance is one in 33 million. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, those are the odds, right? At the very, very outside of it. <laughs> the well, maybe some Americans always, get in there. The, the odds on our site are always going to be based on, everybody goes, well, what's the odds? Well, the odds are one and the amount of members that we have on the forum at a time. Because any it, given time, it, all look, the members that are registered could get in. But that's that's only the amount of people that can. It's can't 50-50. Either yeah. you win or you don't. You don't. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> this is true. It's and, not that good odds, but and I you won't hear me say that. But, <laughs> but may the odds be ever in your favor. Exactly. <laughs> I was say it. <laughs> it would, would have been so much better if you had said it instead of me. Mm-hmm. But. Did, well, you're the archer. Did uh, oh. 
Did you enter into the 1911 draw there, Trevor? <laughs> no. I did. Of course you did. <laughs> Gone over the dark side lately, shooting 45s. I know. Hey, now, hold on a second. Trevor, what you're saying is, if somebody gave you a free yeah. 1911, you would say no to it? Um. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No. I would <laughs> yeah, <it>. exactly. <laughs> now, uh, now, if somebody gave you a free SKS, you might say no to it. I could see that because uh, the 1911, come on now. I don't believe that for one second. Well, are we talking an Arinko 1911 or uh, Ned Brown? Well, the the Sam Thunderbolt. If you don't enter, you can't win. Sam. So Sam. you're saying that if you that's, wouldn't enter because you don't want it. But I don't know if that's true. That's Filipino, right? It is, yeah. It's yeah. the one that Wolverine supplies uh, imports. And as much as I appreciate Wolverine Supply, I'm not going to enter in case I win. Fair enough. Hey, There's a couple other things. <laughs> I was just going to say, you could enter and give it to me. How did I know that? <laughs> just kidding. All right, I'll enter. I, 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 Kelly, I will enter, and if I win, the gun is yours. All right. You've heard it here. This is going to Ten minutes after the show. Did you enter yet? Did you enter yet? Did you enter yet? <laughs> Go ahead, Nate. So there's... There's two other things that uh, that are kind of they're they're out in the open, but not a lot of people know about them. Um, some do. Uh, one is uh, a little added benefit to being on the forum: um, custom user titles. Title. So you 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 can contact me, jwirecom109, and you can have a custom user uh, title. Um, so instead of you know member or senior member, you know you can modify it. So Slampire Radio is Slampire Radio. But if you're a big 1911 gut, uh, guy, you can put 1911 guy or SKS guy. How about uh, under Matthews, you put warning shot guy? Well, he has to contact me and ask me, but uh, because I'm not going to take your word on to change somebody else's username. Cause no, I it's know fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Oh, yep, okay. I'm in. I'm sure. Adriel also wants you to change his to Frosty. Yep. <laughs> While we're at it. <laughs> yeah. See? There you go. They said it was fine. Yeah, I'm sure, sure that's the case. Um, and and then the one other thing we do is we really support Canadian uh, our Canadian Forces members. So if you are serving Canadian Forces member or a previously serving member, if you contact me, um, what we end up doing is you know, we appreciate your service and we add a little maple leaf to your, uh, your username just so that other people can appreciate your service to the country as well. That's classy. Yeah, it is. Okay. Is there anything else that you guys would like to ask Nate before we finish up for tonight? No, just, uh, thanks for coming in and giving yeah. us an update. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thanks for, thanks for having me back. I, you know, I listened to it as much as I can, which is generally once every two weeks when I get the opportunity, when the kids are completely knocked out and I'm not totally uh, out of rum. <laughs> yeah, the show goes better with rum. That's It's true. Well, yeah, because then you can sit there and you know slur along with you guys. <laughs> it's a speech impediment. It's legitimate. I'll thank you not to make fun of it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was rum. I, I'm so sorry. Don't touch the stuff. I, well, but I'm halfway out of a bottle already. <laughs> you should have told me that beforehand. And you thought I was drinking all this time. Oh, well, I was. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thank you very much, Nate. And uh, we're going to be posting both the links for the Facebook page and also for the website on our show notes. 
And everybody just make sure that you enter because you know what? Adriel won back in 2013 and you might want to uh, enter into the upcoming contest. And anybody who doesn't want to 1911, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Nate, very much for uh, coming on tonight. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thanks, thank you guys again for having me. So thanks, Nate. And uh, listener feedback? Did we get any emails recently? Adriel? Yeah, there are more news emails, though, so that's why I put them in so the, the news section there. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody's interested in emailing us... Uh, so we don't have any email. No listener no. feedback. They all went into the news because they came in as news. I, I mean, that makes sense. I'm, I'm fine with that, but really? No no listener feedback? No email? Nobody's upset still I'm, that you resigned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to quit again to get some, some, uh, some feedback here? Yeah. Maybe Too bad. Trevor. <laughs> Maybe Trevor can quit this time. Yeah. That's it, Trevor. You're out. Trevor's still He's gone. already gone. <laughs> so if you want to Oh, that would have been a lot funnier if my mic had not been muted. <laughs> no, no. It was way funnier this way. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to quit, guys. I don't want to quit. <laughs> Wait, you fired me. That's not the same thing. So if my you bad. want to complain about Trevor quitting Slamfire, so contact us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. But I didn't quit. Yeah. Well, maybe you did. Or didn't I? Yes. We'll see you next week. <laughs> iTunes reviews. We did get one. Sweet. Uh, so this one comes from Scott N. And he gave us five stars as well. And it says, great show. If you guys, if you like guns, archery, and hunting, this is the podcast for you. I've been listening since the Canadian Reload Radio days and look forward to listening every week. Aw, that's a nice one. Thanks, Scott. You know what? We have never described an iTunes review quite that way. Yeah. Glad you're here, Kelly. Aw. Aw, that's nice. Yeah, I I couldn't see any of us saying that. (laughs) That's what happens when we classy up the joint. Scott, we appreciate you. Wow. (laughs) Value your opinions and help. You You do. My best little person. Anyways. So, yeah, keep uh, sending our iTunes reviews. Uh, we Did we get any from any other places other than Australia, which was the one? We have 27 for the U.S. and 96 for Canada. Did we get any other ones? Uh, I'm not sure. Our admin is kind of slacking lately. I don't know if she's checked the entire globe yet that's represented on iTunes. She'll get right on that tomorrow. I want to see if we have any reviews from Bulgaria. <laughs> or Lithuania. <Stat. laughs> Lithuania? Yes. <laughs> I just All right. saying that word. We also like five-star ratings, too. We have 124 of those so far. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way they get added on. Like, we don't accept anything less than five stars. That's that's the thing. People I don't realize it. that. If it's less than five stars, we just delete it. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't do that very often. Yeah. We just don't recognize them, that's all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyways, give us an iTunes review because it does help us actually get noticed as well. All right. Any shout-outs, you guys? I have one. I received a um, copy of Handloader magazine in the mail from a listener, and apparently it was a long time coming. And if you say so, Brendan, because I forgot all about it, but there was a lovely note inside from Brendan spelled B-R-E-E-D-A. Breeden. Breeden? Yeah. Yeah, that way. 
Yeah, however, however we mispronounce his name, that's how he spells. Oh, we pre- we ma- <laughs> that's, that's funny. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, Matthew. Breed, breeding. 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 Mm. Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure, it's Brendan, but uh, apparently. Brendan. I don't know. Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he, um, you know, going back to when I got the um, Savage Model ninety nine in three hundred Savage, he sent me a copy of Handloader magazine with a really cool article about the history of the cartridge and some reloading data to uh, bring it up to more modern specs, if you will. Interesting thing about the 300 Savage is when it first hit the market, they were touting it as a 30-06 killer. Interesting. Yeah, which is impossible. Um, the neck is way too short to accommodate a large bullet. Um, the case capacity is too small, too low to accommodate a large bullet. I mean, it's hard, even with today's modern bullets, it's hard to squeeze anything in there much over a 150-grain bullet. That's kind of what it was designed for. So how they ever thought it was going to compete and or beat the 30-06, I don't know. But that was what they were claiming when it first hit the market, that it was going to uh, replace the 30-06. So, Like they say in the car world, there's no replacement for displacement. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, very awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my uh, buddy William. He uh, loaned me some uh, three-inch magnum shotgun shells that I uh, I got to shoot in my right in my. He shotgun. loaned them too, so he wants them back. You're just going to give him well, the hulls, though, right? Have the hulls <laughs> back, yeah. Can I borrow some ammo? What do you mean borrow? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to try some uh, three-inch magnum shotgun shells. You got to so. yeah, you got to do. You got to give the same kind of ammo to your friends that I gave to Matthew. Matthew's never asked me for 556 twice. Ever. I didn't ask you the first time. You just gave it to me out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah, out of the goodness of my gaming spirit. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I yeah. invested in a case gauge right after that. Yep. My bad. <laughs> it's all right, man. I forgive you a long time ago. I made up for it in the bus. Yes, you did. So yep. Kelly, you were saying? Me, uh, well, I was just going to say that Matthew was telling us about the 9 mil that you gave him last year for Christmas. <laughs> I heard. Apparently, you guys were wondering where your 9 mil Christmas ammo was. <laughs> Same with, where... I got 9 mil. I'll take something yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you hooked me up with some really sweet stripper clips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have one. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you to Nate for coming on tonight. And also to Adriel, you rock. Really, seriously, you do. And thanks for sending me the great message this week, too. Cheered me up. Oh, okay. Well, lots of dogs. I'm just like, a, I, I, underneath this hard exterior, I got a soft underside that just, you know. For the female co-hosts on the show. I guess. I've never gotten any sort of nice <laughs> message from Adriel. All the messages no, I get from him are, did you get the sh- show edited yet? Yeah. I, I got a package once that we're still waiting to find out if the lab results come back as anthrax. But he <laughs> gets a little pep talks throughout the week. <laughs> Whatever. It's the new host taking on the old host, Trevor. You and I got to band up. That's what it is. Oh, it's new host versus old host. Well, yep. bring it on. <laughs> do something with that, can't we? Hmm. Uh, no. Oh, let's not no. get divided. <laughs> They're just feeling left out because you didn't send them ammo. Well, I'm not going to either. Nope, not with that attitude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wait till your one month review comes up next month, Kelly. Yeah. I should have held off until after that. You really should have. <laughs> uh... All right. Any other words of wisdom for anybody that we have? Apparently, Adriel's full of them. I guess. We're- <laughs> 
Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done here. All right. So we just wanted to say, please join one of our national firearms associations, such as the CCFR or the CSSA. Uh, it's really important to actually support them because they do support us. Also, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Nate was talking about it. So go over there and uh, check us out. You can uh, leave us messages in that as well there. And also check us out on Facebook. Right now we're at 1,408 likes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was practicing all day. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that was updated today, and we have 95 thumbs up, five gold stars, and, uh, yeah, two flukes still. We're still waiting for some other appendages, though. <laughs> oh, God! We <laughs> <laughs> won't be able to read about those on air. <laughs> it's not a rock monster. We're... Never mind. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. We'd like to... Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Beautiful. That was, do I interrupt? Do I not interrupt? No, no she'll just have her own stroke. Own. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Hello and. Oh. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> that wasn't me. Well done, Matthew. Huh? I didn't do nothing. That wasn't you? That was me. Oh, <laughs> well done, Adriel. Adriel, you're gonna, it's kind of a thing. You want to get each of us at least once. Is that it? He's got yeah. a little checklist in front of him. Kelly, check. Hello, and welcome to episode 151 for... <laughs> Take three. Too many episodes, many podcasts. Not enough sleep. Hello and welcome to episode 151 for New Shooter Canada. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you are trying to take over this show. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I have to write it down. Slam <laughs> fire <laughs> radio. <laughs> uh, the F should be capitalized there. Just saying. Yeah. I got <laughs> there. Better. Oh, you cracked me up. That's hilarious. Yeah, but really, don't ever make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs>